0: Coming up on two noobs. Uh Two. two. two noobs. noobs.
1: Yeah.
0: Two noobs. Well, France just approved a controversial new high-tech law enforcement tactic. See what us American pigs have to say about it. <laughs> then, what's got the nanny so upset in the Screen Hector's Guild strike? And who's going to provide my entertainment? Uh, well, it's, it's mine, too. <laughs> plus, healthy people shouldn't listen to TikTok. What the hell? Uh, and then... Finally, we're going to conclude with another first here on Two Moves. But you're going to have to stick around and see what that is to find out. Matt's going to do ventriloquism with a raw whole chicken. (laughs) Stop laughing. Start that music. Hey! That's right episode what we've been through this oh i know what, episode 147 of two noobs talking two w, w yeah that's a w. Two. two, two, two. absolutely but the promo code for w stays the same that's so right don't, <laughs> don't mix that up when we get to that
1: point that's right
0: uh he over there is matt craig i'm not even gonna bother with directions today because i can just point yep bing 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 john is uh doing work stuff
1: so uh, john's not under the table i'm just saying i checked he's not there
0: that's good <laughs> i don't know who i was giving my table scraps <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like oh god he's not done yeah i don't know so uh hopefully
0: yeah. john will be back next week
1: uh looking out for you buddy yeah hope to see you back soon crazy i know like training people that's got to be like mind-blowing and <laughs> nervous and oh my god oh my god so hopefully he's not that anxious johnny just thinking about you out there but uh, absolutely yeah absolutely so we're gonna hold the fort down for him this week
0: um normally i would ask him how he's doing in the great state of texas but
1: he's not here so how are you doing in the great state well, of texas well i'm not in the great state of texas i'm here with you obviously oh yeah this is great obviously doing a, a repeat of what we did back a few months ago um so it's nice to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Bob. you're welcome. But I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, I had the birthday on Thursday, and that was uh, yes. Happy birthday to yeah. you! Woo. Happy birthday to Matt. Yeah. Time of this recording, of course. But yeah, it was it was good. I uh, had a great time with the fam and uh, checked out uh, Top Golf and King of Russia. That was it. Was expensive to be there by yourself? It was like seventy dollars. But it was like unlimited ball selection. So you basically paid for a certain block of time. Okay. And so, like, I was there for about an hour and a half, two hours. So that was $70 for the whole... The whole thing. And what do you do at Top So they have, like, different types of games that you play. Oh. Okay. Where you can do, like, let's just say a front nine of Pebble Beach. And then you can change the game. And then you could go, like, okay, if you hit a particular bullseye out there onto the field. So, like, you have, like, certain flags that you have to hit. And you get points for them. So you have that kind of a thing going on. And then there's one where, which was really hilarious, where you're on, let's just say Pebble Beach, and you're off the tee. And if you miss hit it intentionally, you get points for it. So it's like, it, I think the idea being that if you're not very good at golf, I mean, you don't always hit, have to hit it straight. You can still hit it. And still get points for it. That kind of thing. So we're going to encourage suckiness. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to have bad (laughs) behavior on the golf course. It's hilarious. I would say it was really good if you're there for like a group of six. If you're there because you could have like a whole. You rent out a bay, basically, kind of a hitting bay. And there's three levels to this place. It's enormous. It's gigantic. And every time you take like a shot, it'll trace where the ball is going. So this is all virtual. It's all virtual okay. with the only exception like you're out in the driver range. It's literally like a driving range, about 200 some odd yards. So not, not a whole heck of a lot, but the computer they have there is all virtual. So it'll trace your shot. It'll tell you how fast the ball is going, how high the ball is, whether you have curved the shot or not, things like that. It's kind of really cool. But again, it's like for one person to go there, it's probably not that recommended. I could just go to like a, you know, like an easy driving range and just pay a bucket of balls for like 10 bucks and be done with it. True. So, but if you're there with a group of people, it's pretty cool.
0: Plus, if you go to the driving range and you mishit it on purpose, you're probably going to get pissed off. Yeah. You can't really get away with that on the, uh, on the regular golfing range, but, um, so here we are, we're going to do fun fact and over 40 rant because, we don't know what else to do without our fearless leader
1: here, Johnny. Hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, yes, the sponsor. We That's right. Sponsor, W.GG, D-U-B-B-Y. Mm-hmm. Y. Mm. Uh, dot .GG, go there, pick out your favorite flavor of energy drink and get 10% off and use the promo code 2 Talking T-O-O, because we're only temporarily W today, Damn. T-O-O, NOOBS Talking and get 10% off your order. So the fun fact, uh, we got bud, I have to credit, um, Thomas Carrieri for this uh, on Twitter. And the only reason it popped up, apparently John McClare follows this guy. So, okay. (laughs) It just popped up in my feed, but he had an interesting fact that I thought was, was very kind of mind blowing. Um, when you stop to think about it, go for it. So major league baseball has been around for 147 years, Uh give or take. Yeah. Uh, and depending on the reference that you use, somewhere between 20,000 and 23,000 players have actually put on a major league uniform and played in a game. Wow. Um, which is, you know, when you think of that, that in the abstract, it's like, oh, that's a lot of people. The smallest stadium in the country by capacity hmm. is progressive field which seats three thirty seven thousand eight hundred and thirty people wow so if you were to sit every person who'd ever played in the major leagues in that <laughs> smallest major league baseball stadium crazy they wouldn't even fill up to about 60 percent capacity that's nuts I, I i'm thinking 25 players a team mm-hmm you 30 teams. You didn't have 30 back then, but so you know, fit, you're looking at like 750, but then you don't change every year. There's, yeah. You know, most of the players, I guess, call ups and so, yeah, people um, that retire. Um, cut so 20,000 to 23,000, I guess makes sense over that time period. But yeah. To say they wouldn't even fill the smallest stadium. <laughs> is incredibly weird to think.
1: Very much so. Yeah. I mean, I think it goes to show just how competitive it is just to get to the major leagues. You think about all the people that have gone through it. And those that I I keep thinking of, like, the guys that are semi-pro or get into, like, single and double A, and Mm -hmm. they just stay there. Oh, yeah. That's got to be so, one, frustrating. But, two, it's like, you know, when do I get promoted? How good do I have to prove myself? just to get up there, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of effort, for sure.
0: And let that be the lesson to the parents <laughs> who think they're, every person who thinks their kid's going to be an MLB star. Just let that fun fact sink in, <laughs> Just sink that in, yeah, okay? exactly. 147, oh! Yeah. It is episode 147. That didn't even occur to me till just now.
1: is so it just now. Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just nuts. Yeah. What a coincidence. The universe smiles upon you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just just amazing when it just hits by accident you just never know yeah, what can incredible. happen here on two news. that's, that's incredible sure. yeah and, and you just yeah
0: all right so what's your uh, over 40 rant to bring us back down oh uh,
1: well i mean i hate to be a downer <laughs> steve i mean but i you know I'm that's dri- the point of the rant i guess it is a little bit of a rant but it's like driving what the hell right it's like i'm on 476 getting on to one of the on ramps and 476 is a mess to begin with because it's like sometimes I go three lanes two lanes three lanes the further south you go. But this is like kinda of around Mid County Plymouth meeting area, Conchaha. And so I get on and as I'm about ready to get onto 476, here comes some girl in SUV, and I mean she's flooring it and she's in the lane where I need to get onto. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell as she was like passing me and I'm like right behind her a couple of car lines back. It's like, this isn't gonna be good. She needs to slow down real quick or turn or do something and she literally missed somebody by like, like that. And it's like, man alive, just please use your turn signals and drive defensively. That's all I have to say. That could have been a disastrous accident to see, but it was like the need for people to speed up as you're trying to come on. I mean, the courtesy, where's the courtesy in all of this? Just move over the lane, slow down or move over, you know, that kind of a deal. I don't know where it's going. I don't know about you, Steve. That that drives me crazy when no, I see something like that.
0: Um, what gets me is when you are you're either trying to exit or you know, you've got one of those construction zones where people are being funneled. Yeah. And oh. you can obviously see people are waiting and then people like try to pull up the side and try to what they call zipper in. Yeah. I don't let those people in. No it's, they don't deserve it. That's Boy,
1: happens all the time like especially like when you get on the 76 um from 202 it goes down from four it goes from like essentially like four lanes down to three down to two and you could definitely definitely tell people like right on the shoulder as long as they possibly can and then oh, right yeah. in oh yeah you know same deal with like 202 heading the 422 it's like they just wait until the last minute and then they get in there it's like oh, why? they're just backing up traffic I, I agree i
0: think studies will probably show if yeah. you if to the, to all those civil engineers out there. <laughs> I want to see a study, which I bet will show that that zippering actually slows traffic down more than if you just took your turns. Yeah. One lane, one lane, one lane, one, one lane, lane, one lane, one lane, one lane. Yeah. Yeah, one lane yeah. you, know, you did that, I am sure traffic would speed up in those types of situations. No doubt. Whereas this kind of stuff, because I won't. <laughs> I will I will literally like attach yeah. my bumper to the bumper of the car in front of me to make sure that person just, does not get in.
1: Yeah, exactly. You are you are an enemy
0: of the human race.
1: <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. That's just, just awful awful stuff. Yeah. So that's my over 40, but yeah, it's just oh, the traffic and the turn signals, the lack of turn signals, it's like Use them. Please tell people where you're going. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Especially if those
0: stop except the
1: right turn signs. Exactly. Exactly. Those are nuts. Those <laughs> are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking
0: of topics, we're going to slide right into topic one.
1: Oh, boy. And this uh, one. Yeah, wow. this,
0: this one's, uh, I'm going to be honest. I, when I read it, I wasn't sure how I felt. Yeah. Um, Because some of it kind of makes sense and some of it doesn't. But Mm -hmm. we'll we'll let you, the viewer, or the listener, or the smeller, decide. (laughs) AP article. Lawmakers approve bill allowing French police to locate suspects by tapping their devices. Hmm. French lawmakers on Tuesday adopted a sweeping justice reform bill that includes a provision to allow law enforcement agents to remotely tap into the cameras microphones and location services of phones Mm. and other internet connected devices of some suspected criminals. The measure plainly stipulates that the procedure can be executed without the knowledge or consent of its owner or possessor, Mm. but is limited to suspects involved in terrorism, organized crime and other illegal activities punishable by five or more years in prison. Mm.
1: Mm. Wait one second. Sorry. (laughs) I got. I got to make sure to turn my, off my location services. <laughs> uh, Not kidding.
0: <okay>. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted. I want to get into uh, the the voice of the character C from Spectre. <laughs> now, now we know what M stands for. Mm. Moron. <laughs> the goal of this law is clear: a faster, clearer, modern justice. French Justice Minister Good Eric Dupont moretti said when mm. he presented the reform legislation in the spring. Mm. The Justice Minister proposed the high-tech hunt for suspects as an alternative to long-standing police surveillance practices, such as wiretapping a suspect's vehicle and house which he deemed no longer viable and increasingly dangerous for investigators. Hmm. The technique today is faulty, Dupont Moretti told National Assembly lawmakers this month. Oh Why would we deprive ourselves of new technologies? When some parliamentarians expressed concern over privacy rights, the minister replied by Crying Wolf, you're no longer credible. Wow. M for Moron. (laughs) Besides limiting use of high-tech spying on suspects to crimes punishable by at least five years in prison, the legislation contains other controls. The goal of tapping a connected device must be locating someone in real time, Mm. and the investigating judge in a case must give the green light. In addition to activating location services, the measure would also allow investigators to activate a suspect's phone camera and microphone interesting okay so uh hmm. you you okay with france going on 1984 on our
1: ass <laughs> <laughs> well if you put it that way steve <laughs> well um, I,
0: I mean the quote from the, uh, the what was he, oh Justice it's creepy
1: Minister? as hell yeah i
0: mean that's the kind of thing you hear in the movies like i you know c is an example of specter but i yeah. think you gave another
1: example in pre-production it's the, it's
0: always the bad guy who says something like that. Oh yeah,
1: is it, it is creepy as hell. Absolutely, yeah. This is this is the danger of really like gov- When we talk about governmental oversight, particularly on the right, this is something we really don't want to have happen to our governments. Government should be there to protect its citizens, no question, from any enemies, foreign, and domestic, and. I'm all in favor of law enforcement doing what they need to do to do their jobs very, very well. But this is very, very clear. This is something where if it's like, what if those location services are turned on to somebody that doesn't do criminal investigation? Everyone should be innocent until proven guilty. I'm not saying that the criminals should get a free ride. But what I am saying is this is very dangerous in the fact that the government now in France is trying this or at least attempting to do something like this. Although the last few sentences though give me some encouragement, the fact that okay, it's gotta be okay, clear by you. A judge. Yeah, you know, it's gotta be cleared by this and this. And it's like that's that's a really good thing to me, Steve, I think. Mm-hmm. In that regard. That kind of gives me a little bit of like, okay, it's not like it's 1984 and it's like the government's fully spying on this. You gotta get cleared by X, <laughs> X, and X and X and X. <laughs>
0: You keep on believing that. I, I try, you know, it's like I'm
1: not holding my breath either. You know, that kind of a deal. So there is some optimism, but I would love thoughts. What do you think in this regard?
0: I, I was with you. The, you know, the fact that a judge has to, it, it's basically the same thing when you get a wiretap yeah. warrant Yep. Um, here. When you tap it into somebody's landline, ah, whoever uses those.
1: <laughs> um,
0: but we, you know, you have to, you have to. I don't know what the standard is in France, but in the U.S., you've got to have probable cause to get a warrant, and, mm-hmm. and so that sets
1: up. The whole thing. Yeah.
0: So there's at least that type of protection, but I mean, again, the, the justice minister or whatever the hell it is, it's, choose your words carefully, man. Very. They, they, yeah. That's just, and the other thing too. Um, The the thing that really gets me here is criminals. There's a lot of dumb criminals. Mm -hmm. But if you're getting into terrorism and that kind of stuff, there's also a lot of smart criminals. Yeah. They're going to know something ain't right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. And, you know, if freaking Brian Colangelo can have a burner phone to Mm -hmm. tweet about. 76ers mm-hmm. these guys are going to get burner phones you're not going to be able to track them this way yeah so i to me a lot of this is going to be a lot of ado for not a real good reason because yeah. you're anticipating the criminals will have their phone on them so you can find them in real time yeah but a you got to know that it's their phone yep which i didn't get from the article how they figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe they have to go to your service provider or something. But again, <laughs> if I'm committing acts of terrorism, I'm probably buying burner phones and throwing them out. Well, yeah, exactly. It. Just
1: like the Bourne Ultimatum, I was just going to think like that movie is a great example of a burner phone. You think about Jason Bourne being tracked and what's he doing? He's using these burner phones all over the place, going here and then there and then there and then anything to throw the investigators off the loop to try and catch where he is. That kind of a deal mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I mean, it's a tricky subject, obviously. It's something law enforcement, it's like, my gosh, you know, what do you do? You have to wait for that actor to act in order to then leap into the fray. What are they going to do next? What's the next plan? And I see it populated in my Facebook feed. Sometimes, like, I follow Upper Marion Police Department. They do a whale of a job going out there because they got King Prussia Mall, and that is a massive footprint, right? Mm -hmm. And the retail theft that happens there in that mall, I mean, it is ridiculous, the amount. And so they have to work with not only the people that saw that action, but then they have to review the surveillance. And some of these folks, one of them they just arrested was somebody from Virginia that had outstanding warrants down in Virginia. If you could think about it, they were coming up here, they're going up the East Coast, and they finally caught the guy. And it was, but it was one of those things that they had to wait for that person to act, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately that means innocents are going to suffer in that regard. And so that's why it's always so important to, keep law enforcement in your prayers and your thoughts of what they do because of what they do beyond what we do with our podcast, what you do in patent law, what I do in billing, it's far beyond what we could possibly think of in that regard. But again, thinking about what that French ministry, Oh goodness gracious. It's like, choose your words carefully. Yeah. Because those words can come back to bite you in the ass. (laughs) Yeah. It's really, really I mean, John under the table here. (laughs) Um, Help me! Help me! (laughs) Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Uh,
0: The the article does go on to give a little bit of context to what's going on here. Mm. Uh, In April, French lawmakers passed a law to allow the use of artificial intelligence and drones in mass video surveillance during the 2024 Summer Olympics and Paralympics in Paris. Wow. Uh, Terrorist attacks in France over the past decade and recent riots triggered by the police killing of Mm. 17-year-old Nahel in a paris suburb last month have Mm. made security a government focus
1: Mm. as the
0: country prepares to host athletes and visitors from around the world next year yeah violence also erupted this year during numerous demonstrations protesting macron's decision Mm. to raise the french retirement age from 62 to 64 yeah you're rioting over two years Um, (sighs) but rights advocates fear the government is capitalizing Mm. on safety concerns that many people see as reasonable to pursue draconian measures yeah The use of surveillance technologies cannot be the systematic response to security issues, Mm. Katja Roux, an advocacy officer at Amnesty International France, said in an interview. The Mm. impact on human rights of these technologies must be taken into account before any normalization of their use. Mm. Under the guise of legitimate objectives that are linked to security, these technologies also promote violations of human rights, Mm. the rights Mm. to privacy, and freedom of expression. Yeah uh sadly yet again france is a leader in a security strategy where we approach security by surveilling everybody mm. a lawyer le Querec said mm. it raises questions on the state of democracy and the state of france's
1: institutions yeah that, I think that's that's a
0: good point is you're responding a, to things mm-hmm.
1: and maybe using them as an excuse to, that's a slippery slope that they're on no question yeah and i and i think also too you, you i mean that article makes mention of Macron having to deal with the raising of the retirement age and the rioting over that, over a two-year gap. It's not like it's five. It's not like it's 10, but two years, 24 additional months of work. I mean, that that shouldn't be a solution or that shouldn't be a, a reason, I should say, to riot over benefits. You know, that... And they've spent a ton of money on their social, you know, on their social benefits packages. There's no question about it on the government side of things. I think they're running out of money. And so it's kind of like, well, okay, we just need to work an additional two years. When you're right on the cusp of retirement, that's when they pull you back in, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of one of those things. But man alive, slippery slope, indeed, slippery slope, especially when you got like the Olympics coming up, both the regular and the Paralympics. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in France anytime soon i don't necessarily have a problem with the surveillance
0: mm. of the olympics themselves i mean yeah. when you have high security level events you're gonna super bowl they do that everywhere yeah
1: know? world series they do that too and yeah
0: but i, I do kind of see where they're coming from it's mm-hmm. like all this stuff going on hey let's uh you know mm-hmm. let's track people's phones yeah Th- that we uh, security yeah uh, you know
1: yeah well that guy looks shady He's got a goatee and glasses on. He's probably got something going on. Huh? Yeah, right,
0: right. I mean, that's you know, we're we've been going on Batman for uh, a <laughs> while. I mean, Dark Knight, right? I mean, he he turns people's cell phones into a, a, yeah sonar a vision sonar system. Hell yeah! And you know, Morgan Freeman's like, <laughs> like I don't want to touch this. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, and he's he's absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to catch the Joker, but there's got to be a better way to do it than
1: prying into everybody's phone yeah. and surveilling everybody, everybody. yeah uh, sometimes batman isn't always the good good guy in all the sometimes 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 so now that you've had your birthday how old are you uh is for me to know and you never to find out (laughs) 56 no (laughs) no god at least i have some good athletic years left but i don't know how long how much longer that's the thing that's the sad part um i know you play every i mean you've been playing roller hockey forever ever since i've known you that's like yeah. X number of years. And you still continue <laughs> to do that, right? You still, I yeah, do. you won a championship actually. This yeah, year. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Another MVP. This guy, all he does when he shows up in the playoffs, dense and everyone is that he just wins MVPs. That's all he does. I'm just, I'm amazed more than anything else, but, but yeah, I, I can't, oh, I, I don't know if I could continue. Like I if I ever played roller hockey again to be able to do it weekly. Mm. I'm just glad
0: my shoulder uh, healed uh, to allow me to get back to the level I was playing at. Yeah, my
1: gosh, yeah. It, it
0: took a long time. I bet. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so you're not 56. I'm going to
1: go Go lower. Oh, lower. Oh, Go, go sorry. lower. Oh, okay. Lower. Remember, I'm Gen X. 55. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on, please? Oh, for God's sakes. Oh. Here we go. Topic two. Mm. 54. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna keep counting yeah those. that's that's fine cnbc article prolonged hollywood strikes could lead to a quote absolute collapse
1: says barry diller first oh, question who the f is barry Diller? that's a good question all right <laughs> i think he's a former hollywood executive former i think that's a s- spoiler alert you know, oh before I'm sorry. i even get to the article i'm sorry right?
0: Failing to resolve the dual strikes of the writers and screen actors guilds in Hollywood will lead to devastating effects if it is not settled soon, IAC and Expedia chairman Barry Diller said in an interview on CBS's Face the Nation on Sunday.
1: Oh, God. Slay uh, the he, Nation. Okay. Diller <laughs> is a
0: former Paramount Pictures CEO. I don't know how you go from Paramount Pictures to Expedia. Yeah, that's it. Seems to translate. Yeah, I don't translate. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Uh, if the studio executives and guilds can't reach an agreement for several more months, Diller predicted, mm. there will be fewer programs for consumers to watch, which will lead to canceled streaming subscriptions and reduced revenue for the entertainment industry. Mm. That means by the time the strikes are settled, there won't be enough money to rent programs back up. Mm. Uh, settling soon seems unlikely, however, Diller said, since there's no trust between the parties. He pointed to quote existential issues, including the rise of artificial intelligence, on which the guilds have said they want input on how it will be used, as well as pay disparities between the top and bottom earners in the industry. Hmm. Um, I want to ask you first about the streaming issue. Okay. Because I think the we can get into the pay disparity after that. Sure. But I, I feel like that's any. Yeah, that's industry, like any, I mean, yeah. particularly when you have. Yeah. extremely high paying like you know sports not just entertainment but sporting uh, salaries
1: yeah are huge too no doubt uh
0: but the streaming point i he does have a he does have a point here that mm-hmm. you know streaming services are going to run out of stuff i mean yep. they could always rerun but
1: at the same time yeah you're right i mean it's like i i don't stream to be honest with you steve i, I mean really, yeah. I, I just i don't find it appealing um and I think this kind of goes to a little bit of what I was saying. Like, well, the entertainment industry, really from an intellectual property perspective, hasn't really done a very good job, I'd say, in the last five, 10 years of really coming up with good, good content. Everything that I hear, I'll give you an example. Like, Game of Thrones was one HBO that had a really good following, and then all of a sudden the bottom dropped out, lost ABC. That wasn't streaming per se. But again, that had a very solid following. And then, boom, the bottom dropped off. Everybody was disappointed over the, over the ending. And I keep thinking, like, now when I think about the entertainment industry, the demand for people to have, like, a satisfying conclusion just isn't being met right now by the writers. And I think that's a big problem at the end of it. There's always something that, something always seems to go wrong whenever you try and resolve a series or a season or whatever the case may be and i think a lot of people are getting quite frankly ticked off at the lack of the ingenuity of finishing storylines very well creativity yeah. yeah i think the creativity is definitely on the downside of that um i don't know what the solution is in regards to that um obviously I could say, well, just make them better. Well, better writers. <laughs> you got a better writers. Yeah. I mean, but they're, if they're all a part of the SAG or they're all part of their, you know, the whole bit, I think they're two separate unions. Yeah. They, yeah. The, the, the writers,
0: one. as I understand it, the writers went out first and then the, actors, uh, and then the screen actors guild went out after, although it wasn't like a solidarity move. I mean, there's yeah. partial solidarity there, but I think it was also, uh, they're
1: looking for a contract or whatever they yeah. get
0: in these negotiations. But yeah,
1: and then on top of that, you know, we, we were talking about in pre-production, too, with the, with the whole thing with Disney. And Disney, I think, is what, what they're trying to do is I think they're just trying to throw anything at the wall to see what would stick. I don't see, like, even when, when you and I were growing up in, the, in high school, you had stuff like Aladdin. You had stuff like Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. You know, really, and they were terrific stories. You know, they had it like, was the,
0: the what were they called the rebirth of the golden age, the of rebirth of the golden age yeah. of Disney.
1: Yeah, and it was like it, and it was, and you had tremendous songs on top of it. Like I remember, like even in band, we were playing like Aladdin, like it was coming out. We were all playing it because everybody watched it and saw yep. it, and everybody fell in love with it. Yep. Nowadays, it's like they're doing the live action remakes, and they're not only just they're bad but they're going off the beaten path of what the original story was, which is really bizarre to me in regards to that. It's like you have such great intellectual property at Disney. When you do a live action remake, stay with the source material, stay with what works in that regard. I understand like, there's like, you want to represent everybody, but at the same time, it's like, you have great source material, you have great intellectual property. Use it using these live action remakes. I,
0: I actually disagree in, Do you? in okay. that I don't think they should be doing live action remakes mm. of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the reason, so it, at least from my perspective, that the live action remake thing is happening is mm. a few years back, they did a live action redo of The Jungle Book, Okay, which was a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the live action remake version, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they did a really great job with it. And frankly, it was warranted because the original cartoon was just lazy. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Not only Disney cartoons hit a mess, you know, that yeah, kind of they yes. don't always hit the bullseye. The Jungle yeah. Book cartoon was kind of. Mm,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But the remake was fantastic. And yeah. so what they decided out of that was, oh, let's do a live action remake of every yeah. cartoon we did. And then they come out with The Lion King. Yeah. And I love the Lion King cartoon, mm-hmm. and I got excited for the live action remake of the Lion King. And when it comes out, I'm like, "Well, they they, they kind of just redid the Lion King, but yeah. with real looking animals." <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the thing the thing that worked about the Jungle Book, aside from the fact that the cartoon they didn't really have much to work with from the cartoon, so they had to kind of create. Yeah, I mean, the story is still s- somewhat the same. Yeah, but they had to create all new situations around it yeah. to broaden it out to a full-length movie yeah the lion king they really just got new actors to say practically mm-hmm. the same lines mm-hmm. and they just shot new animals instead of cartoons yeah and i i think they've just been stumbling ever since mm-hmm. to figure that out yeah. i think if disney wants to get back in the good graces i think they should just come up with new stuff uh, that too i mean yeah, pixar I th- was great for that for a while yeah but even they have kind of, I mean, it's Toy Story
1: 5. I mean, I love the first four. but And that worries me. That worries me, I think, for their industry. You see their stock prices. Their stock prices going down significantly. They're losing a lot of money. They're, and Iger's had to deal with a lot of decisions that he's got to make in terms of, okay, what do I need to keep in order to really continue to keep that cash flow glow, growing into the organization? And you see that happening. Um, but I think your point is spot on. I think the lack of intellectual property the new intellectual property Mm -hmm. that people can just gravitate to. And you make it a family friendly, friendly product. That's what Disney's all about is family friendly products. Mm -hmm. If you're able to create new characters that capture the, that family or, you know, the typical American, you're going to do well. That's what the, that's what the business plan has been. Whether or not Disney decides to want to do that or not, that's up to them. But they haven't done it in quite a while either. That's the thing. And I think that's where they're struggling. And you throw in the screen actors guild going on strike. The writers now going on strike. Now, all of a sudden, it's kind of like, you don't know what's going on in the up in the air in the entertainment world. Whether or not they see. I'll ask you this question with with the um, I forget the name of the guy that. Was it Hiller that said? Phyllis Diller. That, yeah, Phyllis Diller. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that basically said, "Okay, if this doesn't get resolved in the next couple of months, the entertainment industry's crashing. This is going to be an absolute collapse." I mean, what do you? Is that a little over the top? Do you think? I, I do. I mean, every time
0: you know when baseball went out on strike in '94 and the World Series got canceled,
1: yeah, uh,
0: you know, there goes baseball. Never baseball's doing fine. Yeah. Hockey missed an entire year. season. They're fine. They're fine. Yep. NBA has had strikes that missed huge chunks of seasons. They're mm-hmm. fine. I mean, I don't think ultimately that we're gonna. There won't be any entertainment <laughs> going <laughs> forward. <laughs> I, you know, we're, we'll just be sitting in front of empty boxes acting out stuff. Yeah. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. But I do. The point of the streaming services, I do think, is interesting because yeah. you know part of the problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that COVID really accelerated the it,
1: streaming? It did, and the movies had a really difficult time catching oh, yeah. up to that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't go to the movie theater, so they had to put it out on streaming. But when you when it was time to go back to the theater, they were like, "All right, well, we're simultaneously going to put it in the theater and on streaming." Yeah, not realizing. You know what was that was going to do yeah. to your revenue? Yes. And now the actors are paying the prices because, as I understand it, the streaming service residuals they mm-hmm. get are peanuts. Um, compared and, to a movie release, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and not only that, I, I saw Matt Damon speaking on this was unrelated, but mm. uh, you know, after the movie comes out, then you would have the DVD release. Yeah. And that, was like, second, from that. that mm-hmm. was like a second, that was like a second wind for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And now you don't have that as much anymore because everybody's just streaming it. And I don't think we've, it's another one of those things where we pushed or, or maybe we were forced to because of COVID, but mm.
1: streaming became the norm before we really knew how to handle it. But you and I both know though, I mean, we're avid DVD movie collectors oh, yeah. and Blu-ray, right? I yep. mean, I mean, that has been like lifeblood type of thing for me like if I'm going to watch a movie, I'm just going to throw it right onto the Blu-ray and just go from there. But yeah, I mean, that's a great point too. I mean, the streaming, I think it worked for a little bit of time, no question. During the pandemic, 2020, early 2021, I think you needed to do that. You had that. no choice. You had no choice, obviously. But now post COVID, I mean, it's a couple of years now. Got to get back into movie theaters. And I think there's going to be a little bit of catch up. Uh, where I disagree with the fact that everything's going to be a collapse because I agree. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Um, but it is going to be something where the writers have to come up again. It goes back to what I was saying before with Disney. You got to come up with good IP, mm-hmm. real good character development. And then you put that out in the theater and really start to kind of just say, okay, come on back, back to the movie there. theater. Yeah. And so to come back to the theaters. That's probably the biggest thing that will drive yeah. a lot of people back and maybe lower those ticket prices. Just saying. Because <laughs> it's uh, insane the amount of mo- the amount of money oh, yeah. that, that is out there for sure. You know this, obviously, with the kids. Oh, maybe yeah. Boat, oh, yeah. Well, I dread it.
0: But uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things I just have to see on the big screen.
1: Oh, no question. Yeah. Like the next Godzilla movie will definitely be on IMAX. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's no choice for me but to see it on it. Exactly. It's, it's like the
0: biggest screen available. Exactly, right. Um, but so the, the other issue that's kind of weird its head Mm. in the uh stripe uh is one that we've talked about on two noobs a fair bit which is ai diller specifically has addressed ai in his interview and he Mm. said it's been overhyped to death so i agree with him agreed yep uh but it's he says it's been overhyped to death in terms of the impact it will have on writers and screen actors jobs Mm. Uh, he says writers will get assisted not replaced most of these actual performing crafts, I don't think they're in danger of artificial intelligence. Mm. Um, I tend to agree with them. I, you know, agreed. Um, yeah. When I've seen characters who were fully CGI rendered, mm. um, the, the Peter Cushing cameo mm. in the, uh, what was that? The Rogue One Star Wars movie. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, looked old, like Peter Cushing, but mm-hmm. he kind of moved really weird. weird. Yeah. And there was something wrong with his eyeballs, mm-hmm. and even Carrie Fisher's cameo. Yeah. At the end, mm-hmm. she didn't look right. Yeah. Um, AI is nowhere. Yeah. Close to that.
1: Or if you're in a fast in the fast movies, think of Paul Walker. You know the guy who died um, not that long ago, actually, a few years ago. Um, you know there was a scene of him. I don't think it was necessarily done out of CGI or AI, but he's driving in the car and it's like a, you know, he's like going alongside Dom and apparently it's like a huge emotional scene where they all split off, you know, that kind of, they split the, they go in their own separate ways or something like that. But yeah, to your point, it's kind of like, no, that was a little cheesy. didn't look right. I have no idea where doing. Well, there you go. But, But, um, the,
0: the, just the last thing on this, on this, uh, Strike so Fran Drescher is apparently the head of the Screen Actors Bill, um, and she did make a point. Uh, the So, depending on which side you're going to fall on, uh, she points out that um, Bob Iger makes twenty. I, believe, million. Yeah. 20, so I think she, this figure she gave was something like $78,000 a day, yeah. and the studios are crying poor.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's such a great look. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, they call him the phone booth because he doesn't offend anybody. He's just there. That's what Bob <laughs> agrees. So it's just the phone booth. So as long <laughs> as he just stays in his phone booth, he'll be fine. But now that his salary's out, $78,000 a day.
0: Don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, but, I don't yeah, know if it's yeah. true or not either. <laughs> good, good luck crying for <laughs> there, buddy. Yeah, exactly. John, he hit me. <laughs> I, think he I didn't needs do to a damn punished.
1: thing. You know what it was? You guessed my age wrong, wrong, or correctly, and I punched you oh, off screen.
0: Never start with the head. The host gets all <laughs> fuzzy. <laughs> See? Speaking of me, here I am. <laughs> How's your throat cancer? <laughs> 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 it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of fuzzy, mm. topic three. Um, why are healthy people sometimes uh, stupid? Why are the stupid people gifted with health? Oh, I don't know. And gadget article people. Mm. Why are non-diabetics suddenly wearing continuous glucose monitors Because they're dumb as What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can even see with the wide screen. I can even pose. Let's see what a Snickers bar does to my (laughs) blood sugar. Justin Richard, a 52-year-old Toronto-based TikToker, says, just before eating the candy bar on camera.
1: Oh, good Lord, oh my God. After
0: a time skip, Richard says, it's been several hours since I've had the chocolate bar. Let's have a look at the glucose monitor and see what actually happened. (laughs) Man, man. Surprise, surprise. I had a spike in my blood sugar.
1: (laughs) Boy, that made me just lower my <laughs> IQ about five points. That's amazing. Continuous glucose monitors, or
0: CGMs. There you go. All about the acronyms here on 2 News. Uh, have long been used as a tool to track blood sugar levels for people with type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. Diabetes for normal people. <laughs> if you're for Grimley, it's diabetes. There you go. Here's the thing, though. Richard does not have diabetes. Oh. While monitoring sugar intake is standard practice for people on tight blood sugar control treatment plans and those with persistently low blood glucose levels, modern CGM devices have become a popular wellness trend on social media. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Users like Richard that have integrated a CGM into their daily life have stormed platforms like TikTok and Instagram. Some internet health coaches and dietitians have trumpeted CGMs are a vital tool for preventing diabetic ketoacidosis, a life-threatening complication in type 1 patients. When sugar levels are too high and the body begins to break down fat, it can lead to a high amount of acid circulation in the bloodstream. For non-diabetics, however, complications stemming from extremely high or low blood sugar levels isn't a concern. There is little to no research to back that monitoring blood glucose levels in generally healthy adults weights to overall input. health. Wow. I ask again, why are the stupid blessed with good health? <laughs> and why do healthy people turn
1: to TikTok for health advice? Because they want to have a joke. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, help me out here, will you? I'm trying, man. <laughs> I, I really don't know what else to say. Um, I do what would possess somebody to use a to use an item that benefits those that are suffering from diabetes to make a stupid point on a stupid social media app oh i wonder if this i wonder if this really works well, of course it does, you dumbass. You know, it's like, <laughs> what the heck is happening here?
0: Uh, Richard, if you're concerned about what happens to your body when you eat a Snickers, maybe don't eat a Snickers. Maybe not. Yeah. I yeah. could have told you without a CGM what would have <laughs> happened if you didn't a Snickers. I don't get this. I don't know why you needed to shell out money for that. Oh, my god. This, this reminds me of, like, the whole gluten-free thing. Yeah. Like, if you have a gluten that allergy. That drives me
1: crazy, by the way. That really does.
0: If you have a gluten allergy, which is a real thing, I know people who have. Yep. Absolutely. Avoid gluten. And, you know, good on the food companies for being able to provide. Some of it's good. Some of it.
1: Not so good. Not so
0: good. Yep. But to be able to provide like normal people food for Mm -hmm. people who are suffering from gluten allergies. Yeah. That's good. Yep. But there is no reason. No. To be on a gluten-free diet if you're not allergic to gluten. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's these people on social media spreading this stuff. Oh, I feel so much better.
1: No, you don't. It's psychosomatic. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's just it's just the dumbing down of social media content. To be perfectly honest, I hate to say it, but it is. It's dumb, and it just continues to get worse and worse and worse. <laughs> Where it's just like I I don't understand the point he's trying to make in regards to this, especially. And I go back to. There are people that do suffer. I know one guy that played hockey with type one. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. He played ice hockey with us like way back in the day before the pandemic, you know, when we were doing the old man's classic. He was type one diabetic and yet he was, he was perfectly fine. Like he monitored himself very, very well. He'd stop, he'd, you know, do his, you know, whatever he would have to do pinprick, whatever the case may be. But I don't know how you do that, you know, in that yeah. regard. And it's like that's a very serious that's a very serious disease, should be treated very seriously. It's not something that you throw on if you're completely healthy. Mm-hmm. You don't put on a CGM and say, Oh, you know what, I'm gonna experiment with this and see what happens. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, fortunately, and I love this.
0: Fortunately, there We've are cheering on this if there are. There are TikTokers yeah. who fight back. I love it. This is uh Dr. Ids. Mm-hmm. Another TikToker with over 1.7 million followers calls the use of TPM devices for adults without any prescribed medical need, a feature of disordered eating. Mm. Dr. Ids, short for I'm not even gonna bother with his name. I'll just call him Dr. Id so <laughs> it's Love it. it yeah, uh, he's a board certified UK trained medical doctor with expertise in nutritional research. Mm. So you know he's qualified. Love it. Uh, he became a prominent figure when he started rebuking the nonsense health information circulating on TikTok that preys on people's vulnerability. Love it. He says CGMs aren't really intended for non-diabetics because our body is designed to regulate the spike. Dr. Ids says people need to understand that spiking blood glucose is not a problem. In fact, that is supposed to happen when you eat food. Who would have thought? Even (laughs) eating protein can spike your insulin level. There you go. This is important because people are scared of blood glucose spikes because it spikes your insulin, and they think that causes fat gain and insulin resistance. Yeah. Uh, Although there may not be an inherent physical risk for people who wear a CGM device to monitor and track sugar levels, there is a real possibility that access to too much data can lead to information overload, false alarms, unnecessary anxiety, confusion, or misinterpretation. Mm Yeah, I can
1: totally agree with that. Totally agree with that.
0: Slight fluctuations in blood sugar levels are normal in people who don't have diabetes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still, it's no surprise that more people are interested in experimenting with these devices. Not only are TikTokers promoting blood glucose monitoring Mm -hmm. as an indicator of health and wellness, but ads for CGM devices from up-and-coming brands like Nutrisense, Dairy, and Cygnos have been flooding social media. Wow. The companies use language designed to sell the average person on the importance of regularly tracking blood sugar levels as a way to lose weight or as a metabolism hack. But thank God for Dr. Ids. He argues the vast majority of people won't even know how to interpret their CGM results. Exactly. Even me as a medical doctor, I would probably need to look at some reference values for each individual, you Mm -hmm. know, perhaps have to do some calculations. And that's me, who's actually a medical doctor. (laughs) Imagine the average person is just going, "Oh my god, I've had a spike." Yeah. That must mean it's bad, right? You don't even know how to interpret it. So it's going to be completely useless. Thank God for <laughs>
1: Thank God for common sense to prevail. I mean,
0: he's he's got a point.
1: Too much Massive information point. can be harmful. Yeah. yeah. And especially if you have no idea what you're doing. Absolutely. To, you know, that's really scary in that regard. I was cheering. We were cheering this a pre-production. <laughs> we were not, Steve. I mean, seriously, oh, this was wonderful that this article and engagement was coming back with this. And it, it, I think it's so important that, yeah, at the outside, I can understand it if like you're, you, you feel a spike or you feel something not right in your body. You definitely, you don't go on TikTok to try and figure out, oh, whether or not it's, uh, you know, this is like legit or not. Maybe I'll throw it on there just for the hell of it you go to a medical professional and you get tested for it and then you see then they make the determination okay yeah you're type one we need you to wear this for x number of times i don't know how long they they wear it but in any event they'll tell you and you just go along with it and you just you monitor it and you just make sure that you don't go over the top or crazy with it things like that so I love that this Doctor Ids guy is just basically just refuting this on on social yeah. media. That's exactly what you need to do, and just to bring people's sanity level back down to like, okay, let's just instead of going insane, let's just <laughs> breathe a little bit. Let's just say, okay, let's just take this in, understand what's going on, you know, that
0: kind of a deal. Well, I, I- mean, what bothered me from that. Passage was that there are companies who are now actually on board. Oh yeah, because you know they don't give two craps about whether or not you're fat or thin
1: or healthy or diabetic or not. They nope. just want your money,
0: and, and these things saw, are expensive.
1: Oh, absolutely. We saw the pricing of that from just from the monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And Richard, that Richard the tech talker thinks that basically spending the amount of money that he has on his own CGM. Like, oh, I'm going to save money in the long run. Well, of course you are, because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Spend money to make money, right? I guess, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's
0: you know, people have to really stop and think. These fad diets, exercise yeah. things. These companies do not have your well-being usually mm-hmm. in mind. Yeah. They're in the business to make money, and just because they're touting something as the next big thing that's going to mm-hmm. get you to lose 50 pounds, doesn't necessarily make it so and i yeah. think this kind of thing here and again too much information yeah I, and I, I i i panic sometimes when something happens mm-hmm. and i don't understand it and i mm-hmm. my anxiety goes up and that's not good for your health either yeah exactly you know yeah and so i i would have this thing and i would see oh just like he says oh my god i got a glucose spike no am gonna die <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and really dr reeds is there to say uh, well, no your body done. your body is doing exactly what it's supposed to do yeah, exactly so just just to, to wrap this up um and this is this is like uh, mm. the, ADA, the ada
1: the ada oh yeah
0: does not recommend cgm device use by healthy people they only clearly state that the technology should be considered. From the outset of the diagnosis of diabetes, there you go. That requires insulin management. There you go. Doctor Ids takes us a step further and stating flatly, there is no evidence whatsoever mm. that blunting blood sugar spikes does anything for our health.
1: Love it. Uh, he
0: backs up his argument with research from a retrospective and randomized trial that focused on the impact of blood glucose monitoring in diabetic and non-diabetic populations. Mm. He says, if anything. Research suggests that a low average blood glucose level is bad for you, yeah. uh, and might increase mortality risk over time due to diminished consumption of healthy nutrients and decreased liver function. Yeah. So there, if you try to keep your blood sugar too low, you're gonna die. <laughs> and that's that's a there was a they spend money to make
1: money though, Steve. There was a saying? consumer
0: of the, to the the gluten free thing. There was a Consumer Reports uh, article a few years ago mm-hmm. that said something similar. I don't remember if it was gluten or some other kind of fad. Maybe it was like vegan or something. Mm. But yeah, there might be a health benefit to eating less meat. But when you cut it out entirely, you're not only missing the protein, Mm -hmm. but because your diet has been modified, you might be missing other things that you otherwise would have been taking in from that. And that's That's a great point. I think that's a similar thing here with glucose.
1: Big time. I mean,
0: yeah, if you're concerned about... If you have a family history of diabetes and you're concerned
1: about it, maybe don't eat a Snickers bar. (laughs) Um, But... (laughs) You know, <laughs> and for darn sure, don't eat it with a knife, knife and fork. I mean, that's, yeah, weird. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> totally weird.
0: But at the same time, you know, yeah. it, you can go too far the other way. Absolutely. And that's what we here, at two noobs, are here for. We, we want you to calm the calm fuck down. down. Yeah. Calm down. Calm down, junk. Calm down. Take What's a going? take a breath, and and think
1: things through. Yeah. Don't just jump on the TikTok. The nice. thirty thousand overview, the thirty thousand foot overview, is always a good thing. You can see everything. You can see everything what's going on, and that's what this article points out. It's very important. Take it seriously, yes, but don't over, don't panic. Whatever you do, don't panic whenever you see a spike like that, because it's like it's your body's normal reaction. It only, it's if it's abnormal, that's a totally different story. But for healthy people, like let a us,
0: let a doctor tell you. A that's doctor tell you, yeah, uh, not. Folks on tech now. so passive-aggressive thumbs up to Dr. Ids. <laughs> Alright, people, it's topic four. Um, A <laughs> little bit different setup. This Is this is really topic four? Oh, well, this See? is topic four. But, <laughs> you know, apparently to get views on YouTube you need to be playing video games, Heck so yeah. uh, we decided we're going to do that, and we're we're not just playing any video game. We're not going to do like Pro, Pro Box, or hell, no, uh, whatever those.
1: We grew up. About. We grew up in the golden age, no pun intended, of video gaming, and we have what is it? Goldeneye N64 version. Oh, that's right. Oh cartridge based people. Oh
0: my, cartridge based. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a couple rounds of golden eye. Uh Matt versus I. This got very heated back in the day. You know, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> this got very heated back in the day. So very we're going to see if we've mellowed out. Now. <laughs> uh, but since it's just the two of us, we thought we'd have a little fun with this, just uh you know, you get a little insight into our madness. Cuz there is a method. Just... Well,
1: wow, there was there was all kinds of tremendous amounts of laughter. At Lot of memories that I have of this game. For, for, for years. So a I remember of, you cheated. A few no, times. I was going to say, there was a lot of cheating. I
0: remember, <laughs> I remember the cheating. It was mostly on your side. Um, <laughs> as Particularly a, when it
1: came to the proximity oh, so, yeah, <laughs> by absolutely.
0: absolutely. So, again, this is, this is legit. This is not a, a simulator or anything. This is a legitimate Nintendo 64 that I purchased in the year probably 2000 or 2001. Still works. Uh, and cartridge-based game, man. is the best. A lot of of the yeah. All right, so we are already at the multiplayer option screen. Yeah. We're going to get into this. Uh, we like the basement level because it's relatively easy. It's not much of a maze. <laughs> so you spend more time shooting each other than trying to figure out where the hell you are. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess we should take character. of the Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Steve on the top, almost. I never actually watched the whole thing online, oh, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember, of course, like the <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> Sean Bean. I'm going to be Sean Bean. Oh, <laughs> well, then I guess I'll have to be James Bond. There you go. Uh,
0: and we're going to go. We decided uh, for this first one, we're going to go semi traditional here. We're going to go with Automatic. That's how we call it All right, so I think we are ready to go, right? ready. Here we go. Good luck. We have the best non cheer win. <laughs> At least i am dressed for the occasions. I already got a clock. So this is, this was like, you know how every console has kind of a, a game that this sort of This was one of the This, was, this was one of the, like, defining the, the tendency. <laughs> Why am I backing away from that? No, I didn't see that at all. Ah!
1: Come here, Steve. Come here, Steve. I got a gun for you. Ah! Shoot him, not the <laughs> cheating because i died let's see what else we got here uh oh we got a pistol all right (laughs) where are you see if i had a remote mine that would be great oh wait whoa ah just in to fire
0: with I'm pretty sure I shot you in the face at some point, so You should have died. That's okay. I
1: just shot you all over the place and I killed you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised. What? Oh! I'll <laughs> oh, <darn> it! Yeah! <laughs> oh! Suck it! No!
0: Ah! Shoot him! Yeah, uh, there we go.
1: Got me that time. Now I'm gonna shoot your corpse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
1: it. That's There's it. no cheating on this game whatsoever. None. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. None. No, what made this game so great was just. 3D. I love the 3D level. Oh, crap. I gotta run. Do you, do
0: you know the funny thing is? you remember when this came out? We were like,
1: look at these graphics! They look so real! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and all this is
1: just 3D polygons. That's it. Yeah. It's pretty sad now. When like, oh, yeah. But it is a classic. It's like one of the all-time greatest video games ever. Absolutely.
0: Ever. They redid one on uh, Wii. But the cool thing about that was they didn't just limit the characters to mine. So you could get like Jaws or Scaramanga or. Aja. You need a gun. Somebody please get this man.
1: You look at you. You're like all bleeding all over the place. What?
0: Yeah, get into a corner, that's a great step. No! No! I gotta kill you now!
1: Oh crap. Oh you got the armor. Ugh. I have to go here and sorry. <laughs> One minute left! Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> oh, damn yes! It. I shot you in the face! <laughs> I need that armor too. There you go. I keep pulling the trigger when there's no bullets. That's not good. A, I know there's a reload. Um, I think I figured it out. I think it's B. I think I, yep, two it's the B button. the left arrow. Oh, okay. So I had three kills to your two. I lost twice. I was the longest innings and most honorable. <laughs> see, you're just... Well, i the, the most deadly and the most frantic.
0: See, <laughs> so you have, you have literally no plan in this game. No, of course not. Why would I have a plan? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do one more round, Let's you know, so, so I can even up with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, we did decide we're going to go uh, Moonraker lasers. They're fun, you don't have to
1: reload pre production. Just for no, Steve was killing me with the lasers, <laughs> absolutely destroying me with lasers. So, oh. I think this will be one to one. I think you're gonna <laughs> own me on this one. I don't know. All right, are you ready to go? Let's do it.
0: Please put me by the laser. Please put me by the oh, <laughs> you know, I
1: just love the Oh, there we go. I'm set. Really? Yeah. That's the rule. I I have to hide. I
0: have to hide from you. You always hunt. See what John misses when he goes (laughs) on? This is what work does. Miss out on... Not that he could have played anyway, because Nintendo 64 was before... I think the Wii was the first one where you could play... Oh, crap. Oh, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, get some! Yeah! Unbelievable. <laughs>
1: unbelievable. Oh, you're going on. Right. I don't need a Soviet rifle! I need a... I'm, I need a laser. I need a laser. I need sharks with lasers on their heads. <laughs> know where you are. <laughs> yeah, I gotta run away from this area very fast. I don't need
0: a Klaas.
1: That's... Wrong. Have
0: I been mispronouncing it this whole time as a swab? no. Oh, like, like, oh, right. like, oh. yeah.
1: <laughs> Already cheated.
0: Oh. <laughs> Already cheated. Oh, us see this is this is <laughs> 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 So seriously, is that a club or a class? I think it's a class. K L O S S. All right. If somebody knows in the comments, yeah, comment it. below. Yeah, comment below. I thought it was a club this whole twenty last twenty three years. I, I, yeah, I
1: don't know. kf seven Okay, that was my first. I'm Getting a little tired of you with this laser. I think I sat through the crotch.
0: That one. Right, now I got to go back and guard the body on that.
1: Oh, you <laughs> <talking? laughs> <laughs> You're K- right, it is. It's a claw.
0: Oh, AR! Right, oh, right. I did look at that. Okay, yeah, you're so right, I was great. But, um, but what was the best Bond movie? Oh, gosh. Because you admitted in reproduction
1: that Go is actually pretty cheap. Oh, it definitely so everything, is. Everything Pierce I would done. say probably one of my all time favorites was Tomorrow Never Dies. That's one of my all time favorite ones. Oh, the Pierce Brosnan. Movie. Okay. Casino Royale ranks up there as well for me. just trying to think like <laughs> what else Uh Casino Royale for sure I have not seen Spectre you haven't seen Spectre? I haven't seen Spectre oh, yet God, I've got to see that uh, I don't I've killed that's that not one, what my one times, ones, I killed that of my top ones I
0: haven't killed that once Casino Royale is good I like Skyfall the Skyfall the, was the Daniel Craig the Daniel Craig stuff is good the Sean Connery stuff like I know everybody loves Dr. No? when you look back on it, it's terrible. <laughs> it's I so mean, like, the, the, the choreographed <laughs> fights,
1: they're, oh, they were... They oh, were definitely choreographed, let me tell you. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely choreographed.
0: Like, I, I like Sean Connery as much as the next guy I He had to work on his fight as well. That was long range, too, and I
1: didn't even have to use like, But, like, I, respawning in your area, that's the I problem.
0: I know, it's pretty... Um, gold finger oh. and from Russia with love. Yeah, yeah. the Roger Moore stuff is as i kill you
1: again, yeah, the Roger Moore stuff is cheesy, just like the first So, just FYI, I yeah. am not, I'm trying my best over here, <laughs> getting killed eight times. You can tell I was not very happy whenever <laughs> that happened <laughs> as you run right as I run right by you.
0: The best, the best one was when you have the remote mines, oh gosh, and you would days just days plant days. them on walls. Just die one time.
1: <laughs> just die once. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> yes,
0: I'm going for double digits here, baby. You put the remote mines
1: on the walls. You throw oh, them wherever gosh. you wish. And then you just wait for the somebody deal, but to But the hardest that. part about all of that was just waiting for someone oh, to yeah. come into that room. Yeah. That was the hardest um, part the, all those years ago. The other hard part was remembering where you planted this. off the next time. And it was just... Come on. Ten. 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 Damn uh, it. You <laughs> won and you killed me. Oh, yeah. I didn't think I... Was, so wow. Marksmanship
0: and most, most
1: professional. professional. I think I was probably most cowardly. even though I didn't. Oh, there we go. Let's see what you no kills, nine losses, <laughs> mostly harmless.
0: Where's the ammo? Yeah, that's a great
1: question. Where is
0: the most ammo? Oh Alright, well done, sir, Well done. Lot of one fun. to one. Yeah. Brings back great memories the back of back in my old house. Cheating. Lots of cheating, <laughs> especially. But who would have thought that was the clos? I thought it was the club. It's oh, the club. K-L-L-B-B. K-L-L-B-B. Actually it's the KL klo O eight. L eighty eight. Well, that brings episode 147 to the explode. There you go. I had a lot of fun with that. For sure. Hopefully, next week John will be back. And we can- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, hopefully, we can do more of this sometime because there's all kinds of great games. My son has a uh, the Nintendo Switch, mm. I found out that there's a- oh, so that's, uh, that's always a good time. Yeah. So much for this, Two Noobs Talking, episode 147. We're back next week with episode 148. Until then, I am the most professional. He is mostly harmless. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Take care.
1: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Two Noobs Talking. Not only can you listen to our entire catalog here on YouTube, but you can also download us on your favorite podcast listening platforms, such as Apple google and samsung podcasts along with iheart radio and others have a great week and we look forward to delivering another episode of two noobs talking take care